Welcome to Twisted Plot Podcast. Here is your host, Evelyn Marley. Welcome. So, wow, you are finally here as Charlie Chaplin, a.k.a. Lydia. Yep. You know, I, I maintain that Lydia emerging from her house as the light leaves her eyes, dressed as Charlie Chaplin with clown bongo music playing in the background is just like one of the low-key best moments on Bravo. And so, you know, I had to emulate it. (laughs) You look fabulous. And you know what? This is what it's all come to for you and your journey. And it's just so fitting that we are sitting here talking together about how you got here because that profile picture... That's what drew me in. That's what sucked me in. I was like, <laughs> this is my new best friend and she's going to know it. So, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you've got Charlie Chaplin gear on for Lydia and I, crazy twists of fate, happen to be dressing up as, um, well, you know, I was dressing up as Erica Jane, but I think today I'm going to say that I'm dressed up as um, Rina, as Erica Jane. Or okay. Pink Lady as Rena as Erica Jane. Because I think that that's so fitting for the day that we've had because it has been a day. It has been a day. It was one of those days that I was really busy at work. So I hadn't checked Instagram for a while. And then I just like popped on in between meetings and was like, oh, like the internet has exploded and Erica Jane is low key the worst. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and when that happens and the fire starts you know, burning through Instagram. What do you think about that? Like, how do you process? Have you been a part of of a rapid burning fire that happens like this? Um, Not like you have or not like other people (laughs) have. Um, Knock on wood. I've, I've managed to stay relatively out of the fray, but I know that probably my time is coming as the internet comes for us all. I haven't been directly involved in like a shit storm like that. But I always like take a moment when it's happening and like kind of look at it, have a chuckle if there's something to chuckle at. There usually is like some like dark humor somewhere in it. And in this case, what we're talking about is that Erica Jane basically like stole a meme and then just like triple quadruple down about not crediting brands by Bravo who made the meme. It was very strange. But for me, the funniest part was that she went back and edited her post to then credit Kyle Richards for taking the picture. That made me chuckle. Um, so I always take a moment and then like I will dip my toe into the into the water. It is like that this crazy thing in 2020 that like you kind of have to be careful before you cannonball in because all of a sudden you'll be like in it without meaning to be. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was quite surprising for the quadruple down on all the no credit. Like all all we had to do was make an acknowledgement of what's happening. And that just <laughs> just never happened. And the weirdest thing is like Brands by Bravo, it was very, it wasn't like they were abrasive or rude. Like it, it's very common to be like, oh my God, you posted, would you mind tagging me? It's not a malicious thing. It's just literally like I can imagine, like I've had my stuff reposted before and it's like, oh my God, thank you so much for reposting. Would you mind tagging me so that people can come to my page? Which is ironic because I think ultimately her doubling down did get more traffic over to the page. But it's like, this could have been solved in 30 seconds with a quick boop, boop, boop. There you go. There you're tagged. Thanks. This was so funny. Very yeah. strange. Yeah, it was it was pretty strange. And sometimes we just we get to see different colors, like in terms of um what we think 
of these Bravo celebrities compared to what they actually put out there. And like, they are standing in their, they're standing their ground. Mm-hmm. The meme world is the, the meme fia, the meme mafia, I call it. They'll <laughs> <laughs> come for you. So just mm-hmm. be careful. Tread lightly. Okay. There is a give and take in this Instagram Bravo world and you must, you must giveth and taketh and we need to work together basically. Yeah. I mean, it's totally a symbiotic relationship. Like the fan accounts exist because of the Bravo liberties and the Bravo liberties exist because of the fans and the hype and the like humor and the, you know, and that you can, you can always tell which Bravo liberties get it and which don't. And I, it's a shame because I always thought Erica Jane was somebody that got it, but clearly she chose this to be like this was the hill. her picture yeah <laughs> like this was gonna be the hill that she dies on it's like okay erica jane cool and i get it and we'll kind of talk about it a little bit later i i definitely want to have a little bit more of a conversation with it because i think there's a deeper understanding between creative content and bravo liberties and what they think but we'll get into that later but first of all I want to introduce you properly because this is not your first time on Twisted Plot Podcast. No, no, no. My guest today has been on before and she has built a brand almost solely on the inner workings of her brain. These people have related on such a specific identifying level with you. I'm (laughs) one of them, okay? I'm not going to lie. I am 100% all in with Ono Bravo, okay? Let's just say that. She's dedicated her time to her now 16,000 plus followers by producing and starring in her own live show on Instagram, not once, but twice a week, (laughs) okay? And um, we are just eating up that Oh No Bravo content on all levels. You've used your platform for more than just Bravo promotion, and politically, you've just gone out there and you've said what you said. So I feel like... I just wish I could do more and be more like that. And so I really look to you and those other accounts and I'm I'm learning. I'm just finding out more about what I can do. And thank you. So thank you. That was a yeah. lovely introduction. I'm gonna like have to put that in on, in a tape and then put it under my pillow and just listen to it every night as like a mantra. <laughs> but no, it um yeah, thank you. That that was a very nice introduction. It's been so fun and it's been so weirdly rewarding. It's kind of exploded. It's kind of gotten crazy and out of control. And like, I'm not, I don't think I'm quite ready for what might come, but um, it's been just like a fun ride. And then somewhere along the way, I realized, okay, if I'm going to be like doing ridiculous things on the internet and like dressing up in a giant corn costume, making ridiculous memes, then I can probably like give back in some way too. So I've been trying to be a little bit more socially conscious and taking a stand and, and amplifying voices, but also doing things like, you know, now that I've got that swipe up doing like, you know, teacher Amazon list and like little things here and there to make it feel like this is like worth something other than just like a creative, crazy outlet that makes me laugh. If that makes sense. (laughs) No, it totally does. And I think that that's, that's a way to really use your platform in a productive way rather than just like you said, for a laugh, which is fine. Like we need that too, obviously, but way to go out there and do something else and better. So you are kind of like the Sia of the Bravoverse. You know oh. that, right? Like, have you ever been told that before? 
Um, I have not been told that before, but I love it. I love that reference. I will totally be taking that. (laughs) Yeah, I have this like weird – I've gotten DMs being like, you clearly love attention. Why don't you just show – the rest of your face. <laughs> you Please know, tell I, me that's word for word. That That's what they say. Because um, yeah, I mean, so pretty much word for word. And I have to say, <laughs> yes, you know me very well. I'm a Gemini, so I both like my anonymity and also love shamelessly, famously attention. <laughs> so perfect, though. <laughs> I love it. I think, I mean, it's very important because you are protecting your privacy based on what you, you do because you've got a job. Like a big girl job. You I do. I go to a, work. Yeah. yeah, I do have a real job. Um, yeah. you know, Ono oh Bravo isn't quite paying the bills yet. You know, ask, believe, receive. Hopefully one day we'll get there. But no, in the meantime, I do want to keep my identity. I also have two daughters that one day will grow up and be mortified by this. So like I'm trying to keep it like as anonymous as possible while also just like shamelessly begging for more followers. Absolutely. There's no other way to do it, really. You've got it all enraptured with your corn like come hither looks with your corn memes it's really amazing (laughs) the corn Um, life chose me i i happened so quickly i've never seen anyone everyone so wrapped up in corn memes in my entire life but i mean (laughs) it's like you couldn't stop you had to keep going which i mean thank you because you you could see how far you take it and we will eat it up we'll eat all the corn So last time we spoke, we talked about you trying to get your hands on Loverboy, and you did. I did, um, but I I bought it. I did not get that. I didn't get that sponsorship. The joke is on me. Rather than getting that sweet, sweet, free Loverboy, I ended up spending just a lot of money to get it. And, you know, it, it was worth it and also not worth it. Are there any other Bravo products that you are would like to shout out a potential sponsorship for? Oh man. I mean, Can honestly, I'm still I'm still holding out for the Lover Boy. I do think that me comparing their blueberry spritz to a Jolly Rancher that fell in a urinal cake probably was the shot in the foot for the end <laughs> of that potential sponsorship. But I stand by the fact that the teas are delicious, like top five summertime drinks. So, you know, Kyle, if you're listening, still holding out for that. Um, I don't know if there's another product. No, toaster, I mean, toaster oven from oh, Sonia, well, maybe, obviously. Yeah, don't That's get me started. That's my number one. Number I know. one, toaster oven. I have a business plan. <laughs> if Sonia wants to slide into my DMs, I don't even need credit. She could pull the Erica Jane. She could just rip it off me. Like, this oh, is my wow. this is my dream. Do a limited edition run of this toaster oven at like a $65 price point. Sell it at Urban Outfitters. Sell it with the original pamphlet and brochure from that ridiculous photo shoot she did with Heather Thompson. We would eat it up. Like I would buy that for my sister-in-law for Christmas. Like it would sell out. So please, Sonia, we're begging. And then, oh, this is the kicker. The tagline for the product would be the Morgan Crust. Wow. I mean, there you have it. Sonia. Sonia. How you listening, business Sonia? manager? Yeah, this is your new business manager. Toaster ovens coming out shortly. Everyone will buy them. Oh my gosh, just sheer brilliance. You should be able to take off those disguises pretty soon because Bravo's just going to start paying <laughs> your bills here. Do you have, I'm sure a lot of people want to know this, but do you have a lot of Bravo celebrities in your DMs sliding um, in? I mean, I will like. DM with people here and there. I wouldn't call like any of them. I'm not delusional enough to think that like they're my friends. What? Um, I mean, I think that probably the closest, 
And I'm still going to be like embarrassed to say this if they were to listen and be like, because they're going to be like, mm, we're not friends. I think the closest <laughs> I've, I've like, the most I've DM'd with someone is Courtney from Below Deck, like, because oh, I feel yeah. like we would be friends in real life. So like, we message the way I would like somebody I went to high school with that like, is like a distant acquaintance. But no, the rest, I mean, they'll slide in every now and then, but I do try to like keep it. I, I don't want to get like too close to somebody that I would feel bad than shamelessly making fun of them. Like I kind of want to keep my business and pleasure separate if that's a neutral that ground. Sense. What if they wanted to come on one of your lives and oh, chat it up? I would sell my soul. Yes, of course. <laughs> then <laughs> I will never perfect. make another bad meme again. So <laughs> that's it. Perfect. So uh, what about Bravo celebrities coming into your DMs? Now there's probably a lot of people coming in with the tea, right? I mean, uh, people yes. probably, I, I know Dumois gets stories left and right. And I'm just wondering if uh, Bravo Moi gets the same kind of thing. Oh, no, Bravo Moi. Um, I don't get like, a, I don't get as much as Dumois. I mean, that account has like become a very important part of my self-care in quarantine. Like I just <laughs> scroll, just scroll and hope that I don't see anything about like any celebrities I love that's bad. No, so I'll get like occasional tea. Most of the time, like it's pretty reliable and it'll be people being like, please don't share this, but I have to tell you this. And Ooh. for the, I don't, I don't share. So if you, if you're listening and you have tea and you want me to keep it confidential, I will not share it. I will totally eat it up. But I, yeah, I've gotten some like pretty crazy backstories or people that like, know people personally or like have rumored tea on them and that part is very fun like that that is a very my dms are like my favorite part of this gig honestly i'm sure that you have responded to probably every single person that dms you you're just so nice um i i try it's getting to the tipping point of like i have this quality about me that like even with like an e my email, I need, I need to like clear my inbox. And so that's like a quality I've brought to the Instagram platform where like, I will see pretty much everything. It's gotten to the point where I don't really, I couldn't, I couldn't give a thoughtful response to every single person, but I'll at least give you a little tap, tap, like, like I try not to leave anybody on, on read or on read or however the, those yeah. kids are saying it these days. Yeah. But yeah, I, I try my best because I think that like I would just be a weirdo screaming into the void if I didn't have people that were following me. And I think it gets a little lost sometimes when accounts blow up that then they stop like interacting with the people that like you're essentially making content for. And I know this sounds so ridiculous that it's like this whole like influencer world, but like I don't know. I think that my followers are way funnier than me. And like the stuff that they send me oftentimes will like lead me down one of my like rabbit holes. I did a whole series on like ridiculous Halloween costumes and all my followers were sending in their childhood costumes. And I was like, your parents are monsters. Why are they dressing you like this? Like this was your costume. And it was so much fun for me. Oh, well, you know, as parents, we have to really understand that our children do not possibly want to wear what we put them in. I remember for my daughter's second Halloween, I got her this adorable little Bo Peep outfit and I got my dog, the sheep outfit, you know, Aww. they're going to match. And she was like, uh, no. And I was like, really? <laughs> You're not going to even try it on? She's nope. And then at the time she was obsessed with these pink overalls. So what do we do? We we adapt, mm -hmm. we overcome. What is it? Adapt, overcome, and I can't remember the last one. And I made a meme about it today. But I put 
keys, like I hooked keys all around her. I stuck a handkerchief in the back of her pocket. I gave her her little kitty broom and she was a member of the custodial arts. That's what she was. So I love that. Yeah. And she was like, sure. Look at all these keys. Jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle. So, I mean, she was really into it. So that's what we got to do. We just have to kind of make do with what we have and go with the flow. So I guess you can expect a picture of her in the future. (laughs) (laughs) This is what my mom made me dress up as. Oh, man. Okay. So since we last talked to you, you were doing podcast guesting, just podcast guesting. Mm -hmm. And currently, you've expanded to multiple lives for your own show. Mm -hmm. And you've created a Patreon and you're possibly going to be expanding to the podcast world. Is this correct? This is correct. When you say it like this, I sound like a psychopath. Like I sound <laughs> like someone like I don't sleep very much, but I swear I have a real life. Like I swear that I'm doing things outside of this. But yeah, I um when we first talked, I mean, I think you were one of my like first podcasts I had gone on. Um, I was beginning my soiree of being a podcast slut, which has only continued in quarantine. But then, um, yeah, then this pandemic happened and our friend Moni of Mixing with Moni, we were DMing and I was just saying like, I'm this is granted two weeks in when I was like, oh my gosh, how can we ever survive not leaving this house? And so we started this thing that was like, we're keeping the social and social distancing. We thought it was going to be like a once or twice thing until the world, you know, inevitably opened up again. And it kind of just like turned into what we're now calling Ono Bravo Live, which is on Friday and Sunday nights. And I have like a new either meme account or podcaster or just like Bravo lover on. And it's been really fun. Like it's honestly become like part of like my favorite part of the week because I get to just like shoot the shit with people who love Bravo and are really funny. Oh, I absolutely love it. And I tune in pretty much for every single one. I might not be able to stay for the whole thing for all of them, but gosh darn, they do. They just like make the end of my week because before you'd be like, I'm going to go out with some friends. And I'm like, I get to go with my friends (laughs) online (laughs) and just sit there and listen to you and whoever just chat. And it's just so much fun. So thank you for doing that for us quarantiners at home. We really appreciate it. And I mean, the difference you went from like, I think you were maybe 1500 followers when we first started chatting and now up to 16,000 with a swipe up. I mean, wow. (laughs) You know, it's the dream. I got to ice my my wrist every night from all the swiping up I'm doing. Like, you know, it's just part of the deal. (laughs) <laughs> well, did you take care of the rest? Because we need you to keep making those amazing corn memes. Um, I don't know how you do it because you do have so much creative content and you have a family and a job. And I think we all want to know how you have the time to do stuff like this. Do you work late at night? Are you up early in the morning? Just Take us through a little bit about how you make these creative streams of consciousness. Um, Well, I have what we call in the biz ADHD, um, an (laughs) unmedicated ADHD. So one thing that people don't realize about ADHD is that, yes, it's hard for me to pay attention sometimes, but when I get locked in on something, I have, it's literally called hyper-focus, where like 
I have tunnel vision and I really can't think of anything else. So that's when you see like my long dissertations or my long rabbit holes. It's like I literally am like stuck in this vortex where my brain is just like corn, 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 or whatever <laughs> is is being done that particular day. But basically, I've kind of stayed true to what I started out. So I started out this account right after my second daughter was born. I was going through a bit of postpartum anxiety. I just needed like a creative outlet of like silly shit that would make me laugh. My ultimate goal was just to make myself laugh. And so because I kind of went into it with that lightness, I've never really put pressure on myself to like create content. It's one of those things like if I have a day where I'm just like, meh, I don't really have anything, like I won't. And then if there's a day where I'm like, I'm going to post 26 times today, I'm like, sorry, followers, I can't stop. (laughs) But yeah, I don't really have a routine or anything. I mostly have my other job during real work hours. So um, I will usually kind of batch content once my daughters are asleep when me and my husband are just like watching TV or relaxing. I'll like come up with a bunch of stuff that I'll post throughout the next day. I'm trying to be conscious of not being on my phone when I'm with my daughters after work. But yeah, like so mostly like just like batching. But then if stuff comes to me in the day, I just like frantically make it and then rapid post and just say, sorry. We love it. You got. You don't have to apologize ever because <laughs> we all eat it up. We're like, oh, no, bravo. Oh, good. Everything that you post, I find it so relatable, which is really amazing because I'd like to think that all your followers are like the same kind of humor as they, they have to be, right? Like I, I would say you don't have a very big influx of losing followers after corn posts. No, I definitely get confused DMs. I get a lot of like, um, because I have a lot of running jokes that's just kind of like developed over time at, um, I call my like followers at the lunch table. So there's just a, a lot of running jokes that like somebody's very first DM to me will be things like, does Raquel have a glass eye? Or like, okay, (laughs) can you tell me about this corn meme? And I'll always like, then I'll always make sure I reply because I want everybody to be in on the joke, like, because it's not going to stop. So you might as well like know where it came from. But no, for the most part, I don't get like a lot of people being like, why are you posting me or um, corn? I came here for Bravo. So yeah, I like that. I've kind of like, kind of by force weeded out the people that aren't really my vibe and and the people that have stuck around are the people that see my 200 dashes across the top of my story and it's like all right buckle up where are we going <laughs> <Yep>. today <laughs> that's exactly what we do too so do you ever feel pressured in terms of for instance I took a little break myself okay I had to because it was a little bit overwhelming for me so do you ever feel that you need to take a break for yourself and just kind of self-care and hit reset because I'm sure there there can feel like there's a lot of pressure coming from 16,000 followers who it felt like it came really fast on for you. Like as soon as you hit that 10,000, it was like boom, 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 boom. They were coming out of the woodworks left and right. And so I just want to know your experience. How do you take care of yourself and do self-care and just not feel like you have to open those DMs or respond to them? Yeah. So I recently it's been like, I don't know, I think it just with the upcoming election and just like everybody's been stuck inside for a while. Like I have noticed the internet and I don't know if you felt the same way, but the internet has like kind of taken a dark turn. I know that the darkness has always been there, but it's like kind of seeping out in corners that I didn't see it before. So I'm having to like kind of re-examine just like 
how I want to interact with people. And I really want my space to be like silly and positive and like with a message when I have one to give, but like, I don't need to, I don't ever want to sink to being like rude to someone just because I'm having a bad day. And so there have been a couple of times where I've like turned off my DMs. I just do a hard break of like, okay, for a week, I don't want an influx of opinions coming at me um, of what I should do or could do. And because as you grow, unfortunately, it's great. It comes with a lot of like exciting opportunities. I love, like I said, I love DMing with people, a lot of funny people in my DMs, but there's also a lot of people with opinions. And I'm coming to terms with the fact I'm a, I'm totally a people pleaser. And so I am having to have tougher skin in terms of like, I'm not going to please everybody. And there are going to be people that just don't like me. And that's, that's just part of the deal. And I, I have to come, I've had to come to terms with like, you know, I can be respectful and like explaining my position and it can be something silly. It could be like, well, I wouldn't say silly, like, cause this is also, I want to remember everybody's real people, but I've had people like say, for example, I did, I did this like headache meme series and I had people DM me, um, actually two, two separate people. So usually if I get one, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll think about it. Two is like, okay, this might actually be like, you know, more than one person's feeling this, but I had people DMing me being like, you know, this is really triggering for people with migraines. And it's just like the, that type of DM that I never want to write it off because obviously they cared so much about it to DM me. So I don't want to be like, you're a crazy person. Like, because clearly like that's a very real thing that they struggle with and they don't want to be reminded of it. But then again, like if every time I push send, if I thought about 16,000 people's individual experiences, I would probably lose my mind. I can't keep everybody in mind. So I'm long story long, I guess. I do do self-care. I do. I try to do like once a month, I take like a weekend off and just like turn off my phone and enjoy my family and my kids. And for the most part, I think my followers, for whatever reason, I this is one thing that I guess I'm doing right or it's just like happened this way. But I would say like 97.3% of my followers are just like very genuinely kind human beings, or at least they have been in the comment section, in my DMs, et cetera. Did I answer your question? I feel like I just rambled. I agree with that, which is why I always kind of try and like push for that too from anybody that's following that wants to give me constructive criticism. Always, please just DM me and tell me, talk to me. I'm an open, I I will open up my heart to listening to all this, but my favorite, my hands down favorite review for my podcast was just the one that said, how dare you? Just that, just how dare you? And I was like- that is true. How dare I? I don't even know what happened, but I wish that you would have gone in detail a little bit more because I would love to know what you really thought about that. It's like but... Mindy Kaling from The Office. Like, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> I'd like to imagine it's Kelly Kapoor in your it, uh, DMs. It is, in your for review. sure. <laughs> what would be your most creative time anyways? Like what would, what time during the day is your, that you're sparked more? Is it at night when you're laying there thinking about what you could do the next day or? I'm telling like, I really wish I had like a, I probably should have more of a routine. It's usually at night. Um, It's actually usually like 
either I'm like drifting off into sleep or I'm like in the shower and I'm just like, you know, something just like comes to me and I'm like, oh yes. my God, that is so funny. I And for the most part, like I've, I've noticed, I've tried to stay true to like what makes me laugh. And if I find something funny, even if it's like ridiculous and stupid, there's no greater joy than finding out that other people find it funny or at the very least people being like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, but it just, this makes me laugh. Oh, I totally agree. The shower boardroom is the number one resource for creative uh, ingenuity. I swear, if I ever go on the shark tank, it's just going to be like a shower where people can like bring with them everywhere and just think about what they can do. It's like, I need some creative output. Um, let me get my shower, like my portable shower. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm referencing a lot of timely uh, sitcoms from very recent times, but that's like uh, Kramer in the shower when he like spent the whole weekend. He's like cooking in the shower, talking on the phone in the shower. That's just going to be you, but like with computers all around Absolutely. you, like yeah. just working. Yeah, waterproof. I'm like, this is where you'll <laughs> find me, okay? Let's see. We touched a little bit on your experiences on the gram, self-care, making memes. So making the memes is your bread and butter. You've dedicated an entire series to corn. So I just would like to know how you explain this at a family dinner when you're talking about what it is that you do because your sister-in-law's in on it so your brother must be in on it dr yeah. bald's in on it so yeah. you're kind of a big deal okay. um not in my family i'm not a big deal um no so this is just like I've always been this little weirdo. And so this is just like the latest in my endeavor. This is the most public of my of my weird endeavors that I've partook in. But yeah, so I don't really explain a lot about my account. My my parents also know. So I think the last time we talked, I said I could count on like one hand the people in my real life that know. Now I think we're up to like almost two full hands of people wow. in my life. Yeah. So I I very strategically picked people in my life that accept me wholeheartedly, but also don't really, aren't really into Bravo so that <laughs> I just don't want my world to get too expanded because I don't want word of mouth all of a sudden. I've only, knock on wood, I've only had one person from my real life I knew from college who DM'd me a while ago and was like, hey, I just have to ask, is this Chelsea? And I like looked on her account and I was like, hey, hey you. And that's like been my only time. And it was like a totally sweet, nice experience. It was great. Yeah. So I, when it comes to the dinner table, I, I don't really explain myself, but when new followers come and they ask about the corn, I do give them the rundown that essentially I wish I had a bigger backstory, but Jax eats a lot of corn. That's the joke. <laughs> that That's it. That's that's it's just it's escalated so quickly. <laughs> There's corn everywhere now. All I see or hear about is corn besides the fact of you dressing up as a giant piece of corn. Like all I it's it's in my everyday life. I see it everywhere like corn and I don't know it's harvest time so obviously that's what's happening but I feel like it was happening before that. So it's, corn is really taking over. I know that um, Aaron was worried about big pharma. I'm personally worried about big kernel. It's always watching. People are getting corn related like Instagram ads now. I'm like, I am so sorry. People will like send me screenshots and be like, this is why did you do this to me? I'm like, well, you're getting advertised for a giant kernel stool. Like what's what's the matter with that? I think that's great. You should buy it. <laughs> that's so funny. 
being funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I, I feel like um, if you told yourself when you were younger that this is what you would be focusing your energy on, what would you say to yourself? Um, I don't. <laughs> so it's funny because when I was younger, when I, like when I was a little kid, whenever anybody asked what I wanted to be when I grew up, I always said, oh, I'm going to be on SNL. I'm going to be on Saturday Night Live. So don't say that dreams can't come true because look at me now. I have a uh, studio in my basement and I am running a corn account. So ask, believe, receive. <laughs> Live with Oh No Bravo. It's Friday night. That's what you do there. <laughs> Um, I think that there are like a lot of amazing recappers out there. And I think that you're one of them when you do it on Fridays and Sundays. It really brings me joy to watch you recap. I've decided that my platform will not be so much of a recap platform because I feel like there's so many other amazing, amazing podcasts, uh, meme accounts that recap just so brilliantly. And so as much as I would love to talk about Potomac and Potomac and a little bit of more of Potomac, <laughs> um, uh, I'm, I'm just going to like put that aside. But I do want to know when it comes to memes and because we're so alike when we think and we actually have similar ideas there is a certain way to go about maybe telling people do you tell people like have have you had a lot of memes taken from you by bravo celebrities or not credited or you just remember that watermark and that's that I've forgotten the watermark a couple of times. I always laugh when I put a watermark on something that I'm like, why am I watermarking like this Photoshopped picture of James Kennedy as like a Victorian woman? Like, I'm like, who is going to like steal this and be like, I made this. Like, nobody wants to take credit for this. I don't even want to take credit for this. Um, I've been lucky in the experience that I haven't had anybody like directly like rip off of anything. I feel like I have a pretty good relationship with other, I don't know, like there's this, there's a fine line and it's very interesting. And I think that this kind of like pulls back the layer for people that might be listening that aren't involved in like the making or creating of content, because it sounds so ridiculous. I know like the, to be like a content creator, but like it is work. It is your, it's, it's a, thing. Like it takes time. It takes energy. It takes dedication. I mean, it's so stupid. Like it's such a 2020 thing, but like it is an actual thing. Like it's, you're creating humor, you're creating art in a weird way, even if it is just Photoshopped like corn or whatever. But, um, there's a difference between somebody totally ripping off of you and somebody having a similar idea. And when that happens, like, it's a funny, like, LOL, great minds think alike. And like, you kind of move on with your day because there are certainly times that I've like phrased something or come up with the same idea or like, it's just like out there and it more, more than one person comes up with it. And then there's a totally different aspect of people just like straight up taking content, which I I, I didn't realize was a thing until it became very apparent. Mm -hmm. I've been lucky that anything that's been reposted uh, by a Bravo celebrity has been always tagged. Like recently Luann has been like reposting all my Viva La Diva stuff. And she always like tags me in her stories. I'm like, thank you, Countess. Like how lovely. Wow, that's really nice of the Countess. That's mm -hmm. amazing. I think that you've really developed a good relationship with these Bravo lebs in terms of not like you have you have fun. I think you've got the right idea about when you make a meme, it's not to be nasty or anything, but just to have fun. Even with the corn ones, it's still 
in good fun, right? So um, I think that you've really managed to find that Switzerland balance. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, it's, I, I always want to stay on the good side of like funny and mean. And there mm. are times that I teeter over, but really there's only like certain people that really like trigger me to even want to go there. Most of the time I want to make it lighthearted and find like something silly to point out because it's it's a lot easier to be mean than it is to be funny. Oh, it's really hard to be funny. Everything I think is funny is definitely not funny. And I posted on, <laughs> I my, I posted on my Instagram. So I'm telling you, you are like the indie band of Instagram where like everybody that's into you is so into you and is like, I knew her <laughs> before she blew up. Like you are, you are my indie band that I would have like bragged about in high school for knowing. Oh my gosh, that's the nicest compliment <laughs> anyone's ever given me. I'm an indie band. Now I got to make a bunch of indie band memes or something like that <laughs> to like go with my whole theme here. So it's plot twist time. And as you know, I know that you are, you're a therapist or a counselor, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I've told you this before that my plot twist for you will always be for Bravo to hire you as their resident <laughs> therapist and have your own show and do like therapy with these Bravo celebrities like Dr. Drew, but just with Bravo <laughs> and Chelsea from Oh No Bravo. So what would be your ultimate plot twist for yourself? You're at 16,000 followers now. You're just blowing up even more every day. So where do you see yourself? Where does your plot twist lead you? My plot twist would be, hmm, I have to think about this because I want to actually like try to manifest it. All right. So my plot twist would be that I eventually make money from this so that I don't, I'm not like fearful for, for showing my, this part of my eyes and that I end up as a guest on Watch What Happens Live and live on the air, I remove <gasps> my glasses as they announce that Ono Bravo Live will be coming to Bravo. Dun, oh dun, my dun. gosh. That's a great plot twist for yourself. And you know what? That's a plausible plot twist. I mean, <laughs> we, well, we shall really. See. <laughs> you never know what this show, Chelsea. You just never know. You know, so. that's very true. So um, page six, it's spelled yeah. C-H-E-L-S-E-A. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for taking us down, you know, the inner workings of Chelsea on at Oh No Bravo. And can you just plug yourself? I want people to know where to find you and obviously subscribe to her Patreon channel because we got to get her out there. We got to get her on our, our TVs and have her be there as the therapist we all know our Bravo liberties need. Well, thank you. This has been really fun. Um, any chance to talk about myself, honestly. Yeah. But, so yeah, you can follow me at Ono Bravo on Instagram. That's pretty much the only place I'm at. I, I do have a Twitter. I don't know how to use it. I also think that one form of social media is just probably plenty for the world as far as um, me manically posting. So I do my um, Ono Bravo lives on Friday and Sunday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Speaking of self-care, I will be taking this Friday and Sunday off, but Um, I'll be back on the 30th with Moni for a special Halloween edition. So I'll be donning another one of my Bravo-related costumes. Um, So hopefully I'll see you guys there. That's so fun. We'll definitely watch. I mean... Friday night. You know what I mean? There's nothing we want more, especially the night before Halloween. So this is going to be really exciting. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for joining us. Tune in next time, and remember, stay twisted.